What's up? What's good? Welcome to the Locked In, Locked In Paris, Locked In Podcast, Locked In Goddamn Relaxing, Chillaxing, bro. We made it. It's came for Fashion Week. See how I brought the energy on camera a little bit? You got to. Um, came for Fashion Week, bro. I got invited by these guys, you know, big big boss man Amir. We got big all day. Big cuz, yeah. biggest salesman. This Man's been doing this since like, since goddamn this high. Baby. Five years old, dressing grown men. I know you talked about some of that on the, on the last podcast, but I, I did actually. I hear more and more stories, and just you like, oh, bro, Wayne used to be in the elevator. Wayne's driver used to come Miami Club Live, all on the floor. Yeah, life was a movie. So this is like a this was a foreseeing like you coming out to Paris, like you know, like that's part of it's just something that that's just always been attracted to you type shit. Like it finds you, you know. That's how I feel, you know. Really? I think honestly, it's more like um, I always knew I would be around like the biggest people in the industry, you know. Like growing up as a kid, my cousin played ball at Florida State, so like, I grew up around all these NFL players, you know. Yeah. In the back of my mind, I used to think like, man, one of these days I'm gonna have to like network with the ball players, you know. Like, I, I always thought I was gonna play ball, you know. Right. So I thought I'd be that guy, but yeah, it's cool to just like you know be here and like. Live it out, you know what I'm saying? Be in the same room as Ye, be in the same room as Bari. But that's a whole Neymar, story. You know, like, you know, we're just here. We're chilling. It's nothing, yeah. you know? Like, I don't even ask for pictures. Oh, what's up? You know, just plant the seed, you know? Like, one day they'll see us there, and they'll be like, man, I think I remember these guys, you know? Right. And plus, I mean, besides all, like, the, the groupy shit, like, niggas and fucking celebrities and superstars and shit, I mean, it was dope for me to come out on my, on my first time and actually, like, work. You know right, right. what what it means to work during the Paris Fashion Week. Not like my bad. You gotta kind of talk like. Oh my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Honestly, that's why I love being here because it is for work at the end of the day. You know. Right. Um, I like family vacations. You know, this is my family, of course, but at the same time, like, you know, if I was, if this was a, a vacation, I think same thing for Amir too. If it was a vacation, you know, we probably wouldn't be here. You know, probably go to Jordan or, you know, uh, we'll go somewhere tropical, especially this time of the year. Right. You know, we're in Paris in the winter, you know, rocking puffers, hoodies, layered up uh, for work, really. Copping gloves. Copping gloves. My guy got the Raph Simmons gloves. Yeah, I got the Raph. I'm going to go flex these real quick. Some Raph mohair gloves. Honestly, bro, I'm never going to wear these. These are dumb hard anyways, but I'm never going to wear these again. I'm already knowing. Like, I might wear them for some shoots or I don't know, but like, not for the most part. Yeah. I... Some, some, we was in the nice boutique. I didn't see so much cool shit that I wanted to buy that day. And I needed the gloves. Facts. We didn't need the gloves. We were talking about gloves for the first two days because it's so cold out here. Yeah. That wind is serious. Um, to go back to like working mm -hmm. while out here, man, I think one of the, the biggest things for me was when we pulled up to the Casablanca showroom. Yeah, that was their, their showroom's always beautiful. Bro, so amazing. And it, like, just like the process of like, so it's you basically you, you go to these showrooms and then they'll have the whole new collection, the whole. This time it was autumn, winter, spring, summer. I mean, autumn, winter, 22. And um, <clears throat> the, the fashion show was literally the day before. The next day you go in and you make purchases for whatever, um, like, boutique you have or whatever purpose. And um, so, yeah, yeah, we were doing that. But the thing I was getting at is basically you set up this, this rack and um, you pick clothes from the selections. 
and you put it on the rack so you can organize it and see, you know, make your own full collection of what, what fits your store. And uh, it's cool. It's like you, you bet on certain pieces and just get to choose what you like. But that whole, like, right. the process going through the different rooms, different rooms had different clothes ready to wear. Mm-hmm. They had um, different little, uh, like, different styles, too. Like remember styles. There was, like, the jewelry and the, the accessory room. And then we had, like, the silks room. Right. We had, like, the... Uh, Mainline like track suits and stuff, you know. They had an outerwear hallway. Outerwear, all yep. So everything was like broken up, you know, which was cool. It makes it easy for you. You go here, okay. These will be the tees we get, you know. Right. These will be the jackets we get, and then you throw it on the rack so you can make sure you can, like, get an idea of how you're gonna merchandise it too. You know, do some of the work there. Right. So when it touches down, you already have an idea. You know, it's gonna look good next to each other, because that's a big thing too. You know, these collections have so many different pieces. It's like you kind of have to stick to one theme a lot of times. Right. You know? And I think a lot of people think that you can just, um, like, go and maybe just buy, like, the hardest jackets that you see on Grail right. or something like that. And, like, oh, why don't you just buy this piece, like, this denim jacket and these and this? And, like, no, you have to make it a, a whole thing. You need some tees on there. You need a hoodie. You need right. some pants. You need an outerwear piece. And like you said, like, you know, you're, you're, you're betting on these pieces. You don't know what's going to hit. You know, you don't know. There were some probably Raph Simmons accounts that didn't order some of the bombers that resell for 20 bands now you know right um brick accounts that didn't reorder those or that didn't order those bombers originally right so like you know it's like buying is very important it's the most important part of this business in my opinion um you know of course like customer service and as far as like behind the scenes buying makes or breaks a store you know Mm. and i think we have one of the best buyers uh, no for sure world you know and then he incorporates the entire team of course but he does a very good job at um you know bringing pieces you know, and not just, like, graphic tees because he knows they're going to sell. You and know? Amir's fast, too. Very fast. Like, he's like, oh, that's good. I like that. He'll ask you maybe one time, like, you like this? You're sitting there thinking, like, oh, yeah, fuck, do I like that shit? Tell him yes or no, yeah. He'll be, all right, throw it on there. Right. And that, that's kind of how you have to be. Because if you overthink it, you know, you always, if you look at anything too long, you'll find something you don't like or you'll find something you do like. So it's like quick glance. You like it or not. You know, First impression. Yeah. And then, like, some of those pieces you really have to think about. But, um... You know, think about it. He's been doing it. How long? Like his ninth trip in Paris. How long have you been buying? Obviously, not, like, not I've, nine I've never and... been, like, you know, uh, official buyer anywhere. Um, mm-hmm. I've been, as, as, as long as I've been at 151, I've definitely been involved in the buying um, process. But uh, at the end of the day, Amir's the buyer. He handles all that. You know, he doesn't rely on anybody, which right. is the best way to do it. Um, I didn't know if, like, maybe your pops, like. So I used to buy a little bit for the stores back then, too. And I made my first rookie mistake. Yeah, what was you know, it? I just, I just went. OD on Ralph Lauren uh, footwear at the time. We had a Ralph Lauren account, and it was the winner, fall winner. Polo boots went crazy? Yeah, polo boots. You know, and I was like, polo boots, we got to have them all. So we sold everything out. It wasn't bad. Right. You know, really, honestly, it wasn't like, but just compared to how they bought, you know, um, I came in and put in like a crazy order. And like, I remember my uncle telling me, like, hey, Unks, you know, normally I place, you know, this, this amount with them, you know, this is what your order is. You know, he's like, I'm, I'm going to put it in. You know, I'm like, I'm, honestly, Unks, like, I'm there every day. I think we have the client. I think we have enough people asking for polo shoes that we can. What push age these. was this around? This is nineteen. Nineteen. Like, okay. Fresh out, fresh out of high school. Right. I hadn't even turned nineteen yet. Mm. This was the summer leading into turning nineteen, and uh, we got them in and we cranked them. We sold out of them. We don't have any left. You know. Uh, nice. I mean, of course, five years later or sh- nine years later. No, dang. Yeah. I mean, how long did it take? It took just. It probably. You know, we probably sat on them for like a year, which is long. You don't want to sit on anything for a year. Right. You know, we had to put some of them on sale. But we definitely made our money on it. You know, right. we definitely um, 
we didn't get our full investment, but that's retail, man. You know, like that's what people don't understand about retail, fashion, retail, anything. A lot of profits sit on the rack, sit on the shelves, you know. Um, so meaning, like, you're still gonna make profit off off some of the stuff that, like, yeah. But like, you know, if something in retail or not in retail, in fashion, the thing is, everything's time sensitive. So if anything sits too long, you have to discount it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's like you want to get stuff gone right away. If the same thing's been sitting there for a year, now you have to market. 50% off or 75% off, you know? Right. Um, it's sometimes below cost. You know, if you're marketing anything 75% off, that's usually below cost. But you're just at that point, you've already made your money and now you're cutting into your profits, you know? That way you just put it into something that you know is going to sell, something new, you know? And that's fashion. Fashion is always changing. Right. You have to stay relevant, basically. You have to stay in, yeah. in the know. Um, speaking of like kind of that, like we actually seen a new brand right after the Casablanca. Was it, I think it was Neymar? Uh, Nahima or. Nahimas? We just, I mean, we've seen it one time. Yeah, it's like uh, N-H-I-M-A-S. Nahimas? Yeah, it might be that. Um, but it's a very, very cool brand. That, w- that was cool for, like, to go from, like, something, like, I already know I like, you know? So I'm looking through all the clothes, but I already know, to go to, like, a, a completely new brand that I've never heard of and be like, damn, like, do I, do I believe in the story? And the salesman, he actually, he'll break down the story for you. So this right. dude, um, he was an intern at Amiri and... He had, like, a troubled past growing up. He, like, went to, like, boot camps as, like, a child and then had, like, a turnaround. So, like, his story is a lot different from your typical fashion designer. So that was really cool, like, to hear his different story and then see the, like, we had carpenter pants. Felt West Coast. Like, yeah, very, like, almost luxury, uh, like, skate. um, Yeah, it was, like, luxury skate. like luxury skate wear. Or I don't even mean streetwear, luxury streetwear, but... It had a skate vibe to it, you know, right. baggy baggy pants, um, oversized sweaters. At first, I didn't know if we were even going to, like, I thought he was just showing us that stuff. Like, right. I didn't think that we were even going to, like, buy it. I thought he just had to show that. Well, I know Amir's been, uh, like, knows the owner of the brand. Um, and uh, he met him through Drew, actually. That's, like, one of his homies. Okay. Drew's homies. So he invited him to the to the fashion show. We were supposed to hit that fashion show mm. on Saturday, but we got here Saturday night. Or like Saturday afternoons. By the time we got, you know, here, the show was going on. But um, he've been, they've been like in contact for a little while, you know. Okay. And um, I think it was just the rep, the sales rep for Casablanca. That showroom also shows um, Nahimas. They carry it, so it's kind of like an easy, quick transition, you know. And I, I've been a sales rep before too. Any that's a good thing about like being a sales rep and having a good brand under your belt, because then another brand's gonna come to you knowing you have access to certain accounts through that brand you know, and offer you this brand. And now, every store you go to, you have an opportunity to make a commission on both accounts, you know? Mm. Um, so that's how a lot of these guys build their showrooms. They just pick up new brands, and a lot of them will ride off one big brand. Right, because uh, we went to a second showroom the next day where we seen the Raph Simmons footwear, mm-hmm. and he also introduced us to, I think, maybe three new brands. What was it, Natural Human uh, Resources? Yeah. It was um, the footwear. It did One did footwear... One did, um, it was two, uh, two other ones did outerwear. One was like kind of Stone Island-ish mm-hmm. and then the other one I posted on my Instagram. They did like these crazy hexagon like puffers and like. Very conceptual. Yeah, very conceptual. Lots of like pastel puffers and stuff. They were cool. They um, were fire. I think obviously like us being in Arizona wasn't like difficult. really yeah, thinking about it too much. But um, that was like a, a total different vibe of that, of that showroom. It was one dude, he just kind of took us around. Uh, a smaller room, and it was that was that was really quick. Seeing the footwear, were, yeah, 
It was like, yo, I like that color, that color, this one. Boom, took some pictures. I was seeing the brought up, I mean, brought on a new the, the new footwear brand. And when he gave us a story about that too. And we're like, yeah, like that, that, and the loafers. That one was cool. I kinda I kinda sat back on that one and watched y'all. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I usually sit back and let Amir do most of it, you know? Mm-hmm. And then if he wants my input, I'll give it to him. But a lot of times, I don't want to, like, cloud his process either, you know, and make it any more difficult than it already is. Right. Even though it's not difficult. I mean, it, it's it definitely, anything in life is difficult to a sense, you know? It's not rocket science by any means. But again, like I said, buying makes or breaks a store. So you have to really think about these collections. Right. And then, you know, when you're, when you're dealing with footwear, you kind of have to... Uh, reflect on what other orders you've placed for that season, like what colors are um, in in the collection, you know, so that you can kind of correlate the the shoes somewhere in there. Um, oh, that was yeah, that was another thing I yeah. learned. Like to kind of, um, you want your collection that you choose to like really give a good pre- presentation of like the collection of the that the designer made. So like right, basically, right. if like Dries did a lot of like sequin stuff, we're like make sure we have some of that sequin stuff he did because right, you know right. he's really pushing that. So that's going to help exactly. your push as well. Because mm-hmm. you don't want the, the the main pieces from the collection that everybody's that they're pushing that they're putting on everyone to not be available in store, right? And and some of them sometimes those pieces don't sell. You know, sometimes they're they're a little out there, but you have to have them for for the guy who's really trying to make a statement. You know, right. I think a lot of times we always have that piece for those guys. You know, which is why we uh, have been holding it down for a while now. A good amount of time. Do you have any questions for me as far as like some? Yeah. Like so what, first do, what do you? Th- well, yeah. How do you feel, man? Interview me. First yeah. time in Paris. Well, I feel good. Uh, bro. You know, I, I mean, I know it's a little colder, but I feel good, bro. I feel like, um, I mean, obviously it was last minute for all of us right, type right. shit. So after scurrying around, getting my vaccine, getting my COVID test, and then. Um, Bro, I'm still packing. We're all packing until like literally two or three o'clock in the morning. I'm linking up with bro, give him some uh, some cards to take over, and um, but basically like after all that, then I finally started to be like, okay, I went to sleep, but I, then I woke up and I was like, okay, like I, I feel calm, feel good. I'm about to be just like open. I'm just gonna experience it type shit. But I, I do want to make sure I get the podcast done and right. hopefully interview. You know, those are like at least my two goals, and. uh when I landed, I was all googly eyes still. So, went around the city, looked at all like the looked at the arc, ran across the fucking Eiffel Tower. Yeah, the Eiffel Tower. The Louvre, probably. The Louvre. Right? I was wearing the same exact fit, cold than a bitch outside. And then, um, yeah, it was after, cold this time, chilly. After that, it was linked with y'all. Yeah, I didn't even know he was gonna be here. He's telling me he's leaving Phoenix at eight thirty. I'm thinking like eight thirty in the evening. And I pull, we pull up to the Airbnb, and who oh, yeah. comes and opens the door, Albert. And I'm like, oh, what's the deal, baby? What's the deal? Beat you to the punch type yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. I forgot you forgot. No, I was glad you got a little head start. got to see it, because we were tired. Yeah. But that, I think that's when we went to uh, Caesars. Right. That's when we saw everybody that night. Bro, Caesars. Insane. Movie. Um, I just it's always a t- movie at Caesars, though. Yeah, it is? Yeah, I've heard some cool, like, crazy. Like, that, we've seen some people, but, like, Nothing compared to like what they seen a couple of years ago, you know. Post COVID's, I guess, been different. Right, everybody's excited. Yeah, you know, it would have been cool to experience it pre COVID, because that's when like you know everyone. Oh, we went to Dave. Here. We went to Dave Chappelle before. Oh that. my god, how we? Bro, okay, yeah. So I, they, these niggas land, bro. He basically Amir hits me like, oh, yo, yeah, he's like, I got a surprise, and I'm like, 
I'm like, all right, bet, whatever. I'm just with it type shit. And um, he's like, yo, we're going to Dave Chappelle. I'm like, oh, what the fuck, bro? This is sick. Like, this is already, like, I'm already in Paris unexpectedly, really. Like, now we're going to go see Dave Chappelle. Basically, we end up going seeing Dave Chappelle. They have to take your phones, all that. I'm stoked. I'm already, like, I'm hitting Stizzy. I'm high. I'm kind of a little faded, too. I'm like, let's do this, bro. The first two people that, who was, uh, what were the names? I, I forgot uh, the. Josh Ross. Josh Cass. Ain't <laughs> you know, good. Is it John Ross? I don't even know. John Ross. Uh, John Ross and um, I forget the some forget female. The name. But she like they were both cool. They were both yeah, they like were good. whatever. But I mean, we were waiting for Dave, bro. And one of the ones Dave got on, it was so organic and the jokes like. Well, first of all, he came out freestyling. Oh yeah. So Dave came out freestyling. He had um, he had a couple. Who, what artists did he have there? Yeah, he most deaf and most deaf. Um. He had uh, Mary Kate and Ashley backstage. I'm pretty sure Ye was there too. Right. They, like, yeah, I'm pretty sure Ye was there. He, he said didn't, he was he in didn't the pop building. On, yeah, he didn't pop on stage. Um, it was it was it was a movie, man. It was crazy, like how he came out rapping, and then uh, how he he just it was it was Dave he Chappelle in Paris. Closed out to niggas in Paris, bro. Yeah, it was Dave Chappelle Unexpectedly, in Paris. Like, you know, it wasn't like a an American set. It was a right. set. Targeted towards the French. Right. You know, so it was just, it was cool. It was definitely uh, unique, a unique Dave show, I felt like. I felt like he winged a lot of it. You know, there were just times where he would just kind of look down and, like, a lot of it was, like, with the crowd. It was a lot of right. interaction. Oh, yeah, a lot of interaction with the crowd. He would, like, let people, like, tell their story, give the mic to him. He's like, no, this is good. Clown him, fucking yeah. um, steady smoking cigarettes. And we're on the first floor. Like, we're right there. So you can see the cigarette smoke and, like, him reach and take his pot out looking for oh, his lighter. down. Rick oh, down. yeah, all the way Rick down. That was crazy. The new Rick Ramones with the fat laces and shit. He had a jacket with the, he had the jacket with no back. So, like, he would just, like, bend over and start, his, his, the whole joke was, my butt's out. That's all he kept saying. <laughs> like, his butt's out. It was just the dumbest, funniest thing. But you, he probably spent a couple thousand dollars on that jacket. For sure. Just to say that. You right. know, like, you know he incorporated that into his act. Like, right. Uh, I thought that was funny. It was just cool. It was it was the best comedy show I've ever been to, hands down. I was spooked when I thought I lost my phone for a second. Oh yeah, that was horrible. It was in the seat. It was in the seat, but I was running around though, like mid show. I'm like at the end type shit though. I'm like looking around, talking to the fucking French people there, helping me out and shit. But I mean, thank God it was right there. Yeah, but I'm like then, looking at all their feet. They're looking at me like, "What are you looking for?" Bro, I touched a girl's ankle. She looked at me so crazy. The girls that, that were in front of us, I actually oh, touched yeah, her ankle. I do remember that. I do remember that. But the, she actually was, it wasn't even girls. It was a girl and her boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. She was like, what the fuck? Facts. There was already like weird shit going on too. Oh yeah, there was remember <laughs> the dude that was like almost getting kicked out of the show. Yeah. That was crazy. He was tripping. Yeah. Um, what the fuck? Oh, and then after that, that's when with the Caesars. And then this, bro, I feel like I've never really been starstruck. But I, I think like in there, it was like, I was like, oh shit. I definitely was kind of like. I forgot Gunner was there too. Bro, okay, so basically we walk into um, a restaurant called Caesars. It's all like super bougie, all like your favorite celebrities are there. You know, it's just like one of those kind of things, super tight inside, all red, gold. Basically, we we walk straight to the back on some like VIP type shit because we're getting escorted yeah, whole, with one of the homies. Yeah, mind you, Caesar has a line out the door. Yeah, Why yeah. So you we mentioned that. We skipped the cut whole to all line, that. walk right in, go to the back. Bro, as I go to the back, I'm following this nigga fucking all day in the mirror. And I look to my left. This is like right when we get to the past, the back door. I see, it was like a music video. It was like perfect timing. Gunna, 
cheers his like wine glass and it's just like smiling. This nigga just went fucking number one two weeks in a row, beat the weekend two Turned weeks up. in a row. This nigga's turnt, bro, out in Paris Fashion Week. I see that ching. I'm seeing like just like other random. Bush like, was there. Bari was there. Bari was there. Kanye was there. Julia Fox was in the back. And this is all like the smallest room. Like nothing. There's no way it's bigger than this. Like, and who else? Uh, it was like Justin LeBoy. But anyways, it was just like everybody in this small little oh, yeah, room. Just, and I feel like we came at the perfect time. And then uh, what we do? We got some food. Took some shots of uh, 1942 and fucking went home. Just. Politics I don't even kicked remember. it. I was so tired off the flight. I don't even remember what we ate. Yeah, I was, but I, I was oh, exhausted. the lobster ravioli. Oh my! It was busting. What you didn't even? This guy, this guy. They say I don't eat much. These guys eat all the time. We we book a, a reservation. We just ate. We only ate like we didn't even eat that much. We ate a lot. All I'm saying is lobster ravioli, half the ravioli. It was great. Don't get me wrong. It was every every place that we've been to. It was every like, place we went to, I was eating his. I was eating his leftovers. <laughs> he, he only ate the fried leftovers. No, the fries. I, I, I ate some of the ravioli. Oh, you did? Okay. Well, I just ate the sauce with the bread. Oh yeah, nigga, you stood over me, nigga, when I was like, we're all about yeah. to leave, trying to get out and shit. We're all leaving. Sliding through this you know, nigga, grabs like bread the bread, started sliding sauce. on my plate. What was crazy is remember, so we go to the back room. We can't. There's no tables in the back room, so we come. We're like chilling by the bar, waiting for one of the tables to clear up. We were hungry, honestly. Like we didn't even know it was gonna be that crazy over there. We really just wanted to eat. And yeah. like right now in Paris, there's no nothing's open except for restaurants and like shopping. But there's no like clubs or no nightlife really. So like all of these little restaurants turn into like little clubs. This is why everyone was there at the time. Mm -hmm. So they're all sitting there in the back. So after like five ten minutes, they finally got us a table. We sat down, and I remember we ended up sitting next to that one girl who was a lobbyist. So she's a lobbyist, which is cool. I think the cool thing about Paris is, like, everybody you meet is doing something pretty interesting. You know, like, I only heard about lobbyists in school. You know, right. I never met a real-life lobbyist. But she literally would get up and talk to every single celebrity <laughs> that came. Like, th these girls were, like, sitting there outside of the back room waiting for the celebrities to walk so that they could, like, make their, like, you know, shoot their shot. Right. And uh, she was landing. Then she was she landing, was in, bro. She had Reese LaFleur. She got Gunna. Remember? But she we got were Gunna there. Like the Gunna end. was just chilling at our table, talking to her. And then, uh, literally, like an hour later, I see her post on Instagram, like in Gunna's lap. You know, but the, the way she got up though, like it's like Gunna's leaving, right? This, this is like the. I feel like Gunna was like the star of the show, like in the room yeah, type of shit. So fucking as Gunna, as soon as Gunna leaves, like she just gets up, like literally out of nowhere, just to go. Like she's like, hey, uh, da da da. You just see this nigga gonna smiling ear to ear, like. Facts. And, then, and mind you, she's wearing a pink suit. Oh, yeah, pink like suit. the shoulder pads, looking like, you know, she's, um, what was that one lady, uh, Legally Blonde? Like, she just looks like she's very professional. She seemed like she has something going on. Right. You, know? you think that's why he, like, he was even fucking I mean, with her type shit? Not necessarily, but, but I just, I think that helped her, for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. You know? Um, so that happened. That was a, a big thing. That was like the first time. Yeah, that was that was all within the first night. Then after that, that was it was Casa and then the then, showroom. Yeah, that night and the, the after party. They remember they all went to Cafe Cheek. We ended up sliding. We were tired, honestly. I don't know how your trip was, but I was we tired. All nighter, drove to LA. I was knocked by that point. That's why I did the the double shot because I was trying to be up on some shit. I didn't want to be you no know, like, I don't know. Well, I don't know if you remember at Dave. So when we were at Dave, I was falling asleep and. uh 
not like before Dave came, before anybody came out, I was low key tired. So I was like nodding off, and I was like, you know what? I looked at Albert. I was like, yo, I'm gonna just get me like a little 15, 20 minutes in, so I can really enjoy the show. And that's exactly what I did. It worked. I was, up, I was up for the rest of the night. Yeah, yeah we were there early. It was like a um, yeah, we were there early, super early. It wasn't bad. It was it was a perfect time to the nigga was just playing nothing but like some regular ass music and shit. Yeah, it was. He wasn't even vibing out. Everybody's gonna ask, what's up with these Louis Vuitton bags behind us? Oh yeah. Um, uh, so all these bags right here, these are uh, one of the homies. They're all days. Nah, they're not. Mine. They're all days. This nigga Marco, you know, he knows this nigga's rich. Everybody nah. knows he's rich. This guy, that's that's why nah, you know he come of, with these guys. Nah, this is actually. Uh, so it's one of the homies, homies, like a mutual friend. Yeah. Um, and he he does uh like you know he he makes like uh, garments out of like designer scarves. So like these are all like Louis scarves. This is like all these bags, Louis scarfs, you know, just like a bunch of scarfs. And they <laughs> basically take the scarfs and they make like garments. So like he'll make like Kodak shops with them. There's a bunch of guys that shop with them. Yeah, his um, name's a T. T from Exclusive Game. Game. Good friend of our guy, Drew. But I put them bitches up just so y'all can click on this motherfucker. Really for the aesthetic, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but don't believe the story Paris, though. That's not, you know? bro, shit. That's really all days. This nigga bought no scars, bro. We live in Arizona. This nigga got fucking... I had to just spoil my mom. You know, I got a lot of sisters. Lot gifts? Of yeah, gifts. I got I got my girl gift. I got her a Palm Angels um, little top. I don't know if it's going to fit her, though. Hopefully it does. It was a small. She's usually yeah. like a medium. Eh, we'll be fine. Look I mean, a little tight. Oh, that's what everybody says. No, I mean, honestly, it's a thought that counts, I think. Right? Yeah. Oh, no. Can I, I had to go crazy because the first time I came out here, I didn't buy them anything. I bought like some books from the Louvre for the kids. Mm -hmm. and I didn't buy anybody else anything because I was honestly like I for the know. kids, man. You know yeah, all day for the kids. Oh, yeah, they don't give a fuck exactly. about the. I bought my mom Monopoly. I bought her a Louvre Monopoly. <laughs> oh. She could bust it out on her friends and be like, oh, yeah. Know, they're not ever gonna play Monopoly. That was really. I don't know what I was thinking. When well, you said your mom's bougie, so you maybe just wanted to. You didn't know what to get. You just got her some shit. I don't yeah, know. I got her some little, uh, some little garments. Um, I went to Kith twice. We're talking about Kith? I love Kith. Oh, yeah. Kith is one of my favorite stores in Paris. Bro, what? I mean, we talked about Kith on the podcast before with this, like, a Khaled and shit. He's like, bro, the one in fucking Paris, in Paris. I finally go to the one in Paris. They got a Sedell's in that bitch. That's literally, quote, unquote, what he said. But, uh, no, it's three stories. I, I did a lot of filming of it, too. But um, just hella good brands. There's, like, a whole home good section on the bottom. Of course, they got kids treats where you can get, like... White marble everywhere. Ice cream. Oh, yeah. White marble, the whole the whole spot. Um, grass walls that, like, say kids. I don't It was beautiful. You guys will see the vlog, but just, like, yeah, definitely yeah, watch definitely that vlog. It. It's just, I'm not even going to talk beautiful. about it. You got to see it. Um, shit. And then, bro, basically... How'd you like the food? I mean, enough, I mean, we'll get back to the fashion, but no, let's good, just take a good. break. What's up with the food? How do you like the food? Bro, I love the food. Honestly, you I feel never like ate. I'm, if I were to come out nah, to he Paris... Ate, he ate. But just, he just doesn't eat like me. <laughs> I eat all the food. Literally eat all uh, the food. You didn't even finish your noodles tonight. We went to some like ramen spot, Japanese spot. It was good. Michelin Guide. It's. I mean, it's probably not a Michelin star, but I'm sure the chef has a Michelin star somewhere. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it was a great place. Amir, by the way, Amir... Is the number one concierge. Like, if you need somewhere to go, the man will send you to the best restaurants, the best little spots. Like, 
Honestly, I think the reason why my parachutes are so great, actually, I know the reason why my parachutes are so great is because Amir has been here 10 times and has already, like, learned all the learned what not to do when you're here. Right. You know, like, he knows how to move in pairs. Like, there's people that come here and they don't have anything good to say uh, or just they don't, you know, they didn't love it the way I did. And I think that's just because they're not doing it right. Mm. But, I mean, you know, you, you got to experience it this time. We also had a couple... It was actually a little stricter this time than it was last time. A lot more. You know, like yesterday. Oh, like, from COVID? Yeah. You know, we went to... Co when did we go to Hotel Cosas? The second night? Mm -hmm. So we went to Hotel Cosas. They let us in fine. We gave them our vaccines. No problem. We go back the next day. I like the French toast. I wanted more French toast. We get there. Look up Hotel Cosas, too. It was probably my favorite restaurant. So, by the way, it's, it's... Yeah, it's one of the most, uh, like, well-renowned hotels in Paris in general. Um... Picasso used to go there? Like, I think somebody... No. No, uh, Cafe Spike de Flora was where Pascal... I'm sure he'd been there, but... Uh, Casa de Flora, which was like the little fa the little cafe we went to. That's where, that's where like, Picasso used to go sit down and... Like, I think... I don't know if he used to paint or what he used to do there, but he used to sit He probably used to sit there and cook up. You think, yeah. You know, inspiration. The food, though? Bro, great. Great and remarkable. I mean, I, like you said, just going with uh, Amir, like, him just knowing all the food spots, but even besides that, like... You just always have, like, something to do. It's always, like, you know, there's really not even no downtime too right, much. Right, like, I mean, if there is downtime, we, like, pop into a cafe real quick. Right. Connect to the Wi-Fi, see what's good back home, you know. Um, drink a coffee real quick, espresso. Right. Wash it down with some water and hit it. Like, if you're traveling with me, like, yeah, we're going to go do some shit, bro. But, like, we, like it's not down like that. that Albert is dedicated to the podcast, man. Y'all need to appreciate the man. Put a lot of he puts a lot of time. Come in. back, start editing. Yeah, like I would be sitting here because I I get here and I'm done. I was wearing my puffer the whole time. I would lay on this couch, like we say we're gonna do something, but um, I just sit on the couch and I just hear like the clips of like the day, <laughs> like you know, like me talking to somebody or like Albert talking, and then um, I just wake up like 30, 45 minutes later and I'm just going to sleep. He'll um, ask me a question. He'll pop up like. I'm editing the vlog, but he'll pop up, the podcast done, and then just go right back to sleep. Because honestly, I'm He'd be so, so comfy, so knocked out. Like, and, and I know that you're interested in what I'm doing type yeah. shit, but like, you just be so sleepy. Like, you like, podcast done? Good. You just be checking on shit like, at all times type shit. Honestly, I was, I, I was half asleep. I don't even remember. But I was, um, I'm definitely excited to see like, the, the footage you got from the trip. Oh, yeah. I feel like there's a lot of things that... Uh, we did that we don't even remember right now that they'll enjoy. You know? All right. I feel like you guys like wish you guys had um, more like timestamps or just more like, you know, like uh, documentation. Just, yeah. I feel like everybody kind of does like. Exactly. You know, I mean, honestly, going trips. I, I feel like, like when I try to do it, sometimes I miss a lot of things because I'm on my camera. Mm. So like I'm watching everything through my phone instead of like just soaking it in in real life. So that's why like a lot of times I like to put, just put it away. But this time, it was just so cold. So right. I didn't want to pull my phone out unless I needed to. Except During was, the day was different, but... Space Invader. Yeah, Space Invader had us... <laughs> we were taking a picture of all the Space Invader art pieces. If you guys haven't seen it, it's usually like an 8-bit um, stained glass art piece that's like around all throughout Paris and all throughout the world, actually. I've seen some in Japan, too. But every single time we see one, we would stop. I would pic. take a clip. He would take a, um, a pic. Just like some good... Little like, just collection neat. type yeah, shit. Cool. Give you a reason to look up when you're walking through the city, you know? 
But we got Milan after this. Oh, yeah, Milan tomorrow. So we're literally, you know, we're here tonight. We're giving you guys the podcast. We might go get some interviews. I mean, I was telling, I was telling Albert. He wants to do interviews. He, he, I mean, Albert, okay, I'm a single man. You know, I want to get married. I'm a Muslim man. Everybody knows that. I'm not out here on the rendezvous, palais toi, mm-hmm. while I'm magic. <laughs> but what I am out here on is the people. You know, I just want to talk to the people. And I feel like there's a lot of people in Paris that we didn't get to speak to. But I mean, I know it's not what, what you really do, you know? But, um, but I think do- I'm going to bring that aspect to the podcast. So in case, I didn't even really in, even introduce myself. Albert did introduce me. But I'm, an, I'm the new out-of-town, locked-in co-host. So if I'm out-of-town with Albert, I'm going to co-host the podcast. And I'm going to start giving little, like, uh, little interviews with the people in the streets. On the streets, oh, yeah, 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 Just the out-of-town segment. Out of, yeah, out-of-town. You know, locked in, out-of-town. Exactly. Locked-in, out-of-town. Lock in with the locals. You know, we can't really lock in out of town if we're not Unless talking you tapped with the locals. In. You know? Right. So we got to tap in with them. Um, that's honestly like one of my favorite parts of of uh, Paris too. Is like talking you know, to the, the, yeah, the locals. The people are cool. You know, like right. that one Uber driver we met. He was cool. Um, there was one dude today. Like Amir was just like waiting to light his cigarette. Like he had the lighter in his hand, but he was just like kind of standing there waiting. And uh, he like turns, and the guy already has the lighter in his face. Like he thought Amir needed a lighter. You know, he just boom light light right. the cigarette for him. Like. You know, they're friendly. Like, people say the French aren't friendly, but they really are, you know? You're here to tell them they are friendly. Yeah, they are. I mean, sometimes, you know, like anywhere you go, people are having a bad day. You know no, but for the most part, everybody, you know, that, like, got out your way. They weren't, like, giving me, like, crazy looks. I actually felt more welcome, like, just being black, honestly. Yeah, it's definitely, here. yeah. Um, which I, I didn't even know, like, how it would be. I just treated it like it was going to be America. I don't know. <laughs> and it right, doesn't get really worse than that, so it yeah. doesn't matter. I mean, yeah. I feel like America, you, you know, it's hit or miss with where you are. Definitely like with the cops, you know. Right. Like out there is way different. I feel like out here the cops are pretty cool. Yeah. They kind of all, it's pretty, I don't know. Did you get any like footage of the cops out here? No. So like they're just in these vans. It'll be like, they're really just soldiers. I'll make sure it's recording. Keep going. You're good. It'll be like 20 of them in a van, you know. And they'll just be posted up. It's like they're waiting for something to happen so they can just like send the army. But um, was it recording? No, it's not recording. But like sometimes, it, if it does that, I, I throw like the thumbnail in between. So it'll like record for thirty minutes and then quit. And then like if it fucks up, usually that's why I have Denzel to do it. Right. Yeah. But we're still good though. It's all good. But um, yeah, uh, I just think the cops out here. They're cool. They're, they're different. Um, they have vans too. I think in in Japan. But they they be like mean mugging. They're on the side with the guns, like, and you just be bonjour and bonsoir and all of them. Yeah, hey, I'm bonsoir. Palette. No, I just be bonsoir. Bonsoir, monsieur. That's what I tell the police officers that when they're men, when they're women. Bonjour, I tell them, bonsoir, madame. Um, what are you excited about for Italy? I'm excited straight. Like, pizza. No, I'm, I'm really excited. Honestly, see a cold wall tomorrow. If we're going to talk, like, not even like, even if we weren't talking fashion, that's very excited to see a cold wall. It's always been one of my favorite brands since Amir put me on when I first started working with them again. And um, I just think Sam Ross does an amazing job, bro. I think yeah. he's one of the best. Like designers right now, in my opinion, you know, yeah. just the the function behind a lot of his pieces, you know, and uh, you know the colors and the cuts, they're clean, they're unique, and they're very simple. You can like dress them up or dress them down, right? Um, and he'll have like some crazy pieces in there. I watched uh, some of the show, so I I've seen some of the pieces before. What's the deal, baby? <laughs> Yo, the Don. We got a mirror in the back. He has a rose. And- Getting ready. I think we finna head out after this, honestly. Yeah, we in a little bit, it. we're going to head out. We got to hit the streets one time, probably get some content. Um, 
But we got time. We got time. Yeah, we got time. What um, are you most excited for? About for Milan? Milan? I'm excited for the new guards. Oh, yeah, new guards, of course. I'm excited for what's the deal? We got the man right here. I'm excited for the. You got pop out in the window? <laughs> um, Those are really all mirrors bags, by the way. I'm on. <laughs> I'm excited for the new guards group because it's um it's gonna be really like professional, you know. Yeah, it's gonna, gonna be, be it's gonna be it's gonna be the most work we had since we've been here. You yeah. know, you got six beanings back to back to back to back to back. So, I went to the fun. the Dries one was actually a little bit different. I know you didn't get to go inside that showroom, but um, yeah, during Dries. that selection, it was really like there were so many clothes. It was like it was kind of actually like hard to choose from. But um, it was a lot more professional. They had desks. You sat down with one person. She explained to you, um, like, your order and then, like, the collection. And then that's when we got to to go around and, like, you got to pick pieces and actually put it on the model. And then the model will come back out with the whole fit that you chose. And you're like, I wonder right. you guys took so long. Yeah, it was kind of, it was hard. It was tight. So I wonder if, like, New Guards is kind of like that. You know what I'm saying? Just as, on some professional, like, yeah, just I seeing how they do it, I like to just see. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I would assume Dries, Dries is probably one of, the, in my opinion, like one of the most luxury brands we carry. So I would assume, you know, they do things a little bit more uh, professional than everybody. But I don't know. I mean, you know, if you look at just the brand itself, compare and New Guards, there's great brands too. Right. You know, it's still luxury streetwear. Right. I feel like personally, I don't know. I don't know what you mean though. If you look at the brand, like the whole brand is like. Yeah, it's like they've been doing this shit forever. Right, right. Like, I mean, they got this shit. Yeah, he graduated with Margella above his above Margella in his class. You know, mm -hmm. so like he's especially here in Europe. Like they are very, like they they help they hold themselves to a high standard. You know, and they've been doing this like you said forever. Right. You know, off white really in reality is less than a decade old. Super new. Um, what else have we said? Or news that's came out since we've been out here. Palm Angels dropped or said that they're gonna do a, a Gunner oh, yeah, Palm no, Angels collab. It's just on one T though. I looked it up. I seen it. It's yeah. just gonna be one little push of P T. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Are they already they already like announced that online too? Uh, yeah, I seen it was part of like one of the marketing. It was like, let's do a shirt. Like they act like Gunna texted Palm Angels and they're like, All right, bet, we're gonna do it, P. Oh, okay. And then yeah. That's dope. I, I think it'll be good. I think it'll do well. It was, it was surprising to see it at first. I was like, Oh damn, this nigga. Yeah, I mean, he really it is. doing it. But it's like that's. I think that's where the culture is going. I think that's where luxury fashion is going. You know? Yeah. At least for now, we'll see where where it goes, or we'll see where hip hop goes, mm. right? Because I think at the end of the day, like I've always been in like urban streetwear since I was a kid, so luxury is new to streetwear, in my opinion. You know, mm -hmm. really in reality, like there weren't too many like luxury streetwear brands. Now you have the hip hop industry, the rap industry. Most of these artists they wear luxury fashion, so these luxury brands, of course, they're gonna capitalize Attached on this that. entire market. You know, these guys they follow the 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 artists, right? And plus, that's a, um, I mean, that's like a, the biggest footprint that Virgil left here was was merging those two. You know, we got yeah, the absolutely Louis Vuitton I mean, Air Force yeah. One out of it. From grabbing all like the rappers and tapping in with the culture and really like kind of getting them like no facts. Vir I think Virgil was uh, smart enough and um, like strategic enough in the way that he moved 
to get it done. Because right. like I think if you if we're gonna talk about who merges the cultures, my opinion is yay. Mm. Personally, you know I think Kanye merged the culture. I think without I mean we know without yay there's no Virgil. Right. So as far as in the fashion world, you know, but. You're right, though. Definitely, he, he, you're right. He he definitely, like he took it to a different level. Yeah, but he put he left that footprint. It's like, oh, it's here to stay. We're right. all fucking oh, with this, yeah. no matter what happens. Absolutely. Like if you die, type shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he he pretty much embedded them, right? Uh, you know, hip hop into luxury, um, and I mean, you could even, you know, break it down to the African American culture in general. You know, in reality. Right, just that. being um Yeah, because like Ye had a collab with Louis, but Ye never was creative director of Louis. Right. You know, like that was Louis Vuitton. We're talking about the biggest brand in the land. He gotta make his own silhouette. Yeah. Right. Which is kinda like Nike didn't oh no, Nike Nike made him let him make his own silhouette as well too. Who uh Kanye. Yeah. yeah. But they didn't give him no um royalties. That's what he was right, upset right. at. I mean they really didn't give him a title. Right. Like, Virgil's pretty much, I mean, the top guy. I mean, of course, besides your top executives, but as far as on the fashion team, the fashion guy, he's the guy. He's, he's the creative director. Remember those, uh, the Virgil graffiti while we were, like, yeah. shopping? Did you get some pictures of that? Yeah, so I got put some. put it in the vlog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll probably put it up in this, too. I use that. I, um, ha I had some pictures, too. But it was, yeah, that, it was all over the place. Yeah, it was all over. They were always cool. Like, his quotes, his quote. Virgil was great, man. That was cool just to see, like, out in Paris, like, in the fast, like, the most fashion-y, like, Europe. It's white, right. and it's, like, R.I.P.V., yeah. Big V, and then you see, like, a mule over his face, like, almost, yeah. it was, like, Biggie or something. Right, facts. Yeah. Um, What's crazy is last time I was here, we were at, Vir like, we were at Off-White's newest store. It was actually me and Drew. Amir was there with us, and then he had went to the Airbnb, and um, I was cashing out, and I was getting ready to leave, and... The person, the manager at the time, because I was shopping with him, just telling him, oh, you know, I work at a store. We have uh, an off-white account, you know, boom, boom, whatever. And he's like, oh, very cool. And he's like, spoke very, um, like, he had a very heavy, spoke English, but he had a very heavy French accent. I couldn't really understand him. So he was actually telling me, oh, Virgil's coming in. Wait right here. I'll introduce you. Oh, shit. And I'm like, okay, you know. Right. And then uh, my, sales, my sales associate had come and brought me my bags. And, like, at that point, we were... I had been in the store for an hour, so I was, like, ready to leave. And Drew was ready, so we're all leaving. Amir was already waiting for us. So um, we leave, and uh, as I'm walking out, who's walking in? Virgil. And the manager's looking the at me. The big V. Yeah, the manager looked at me like I was crazy. Because, like, he just told me, like, yo, I'm bringing Virgil, yeah. you know? But yeah, the way it. he said it, I really didn't know what he was saying. He just told me, wait right here. Um, I'll be back. But, you know, I didn't know what he's talking about. So I just... Walked out, but I seen Virgil and I stopped. I was like, oh, what's up, my man? You know, I just played it off. I felt like I had known him forever. Like, you know, he's just like a very humble guy. Big, though, you know, big in stature. He's very tall. Yeah. Remember he had the um, off-white ones on before they released, the yellow ones. The off they were cold. He just had a hard fit. Right. Um, and uh, just very humble. He's like, oh, what's up, my man? And uh, Drew went back and, of course, asked for a picture. I, I, I can't ask people for pictures. I looking just, back at it, you kind of... Yeah, I, I mean, I wish I did, I swear. Right, like, right. Looking back on it, I was thinking about it on this trip. I was like, man, you know what? That's a pr prime example of, like, not missing out on certain opportunities. You know, like, I, I was thinking in my head, like, 
you know, I'll go to the off-white show next time I'm out here. I'll see him. I'll catch him. Just let me plant the seeds, say what's up to him. You know, and hopefully we can do some business with him in the future, you know? Right. Not like, hey, man, can I get a picture with you? Plus, I know he's at the store. He's busy, you know? This is his new store. He's probably got stuff he's got to check up on. But Drew, being a designer, I completely understood why he did, you know? And I, yeah. I respect him for that. I was happy he got that picture, too, because that was like a timestamp. You know? Right. But, um, yeah, he's, he's a cool guy, man. No, I Rest never take the pictures, person. and sometimes I regret it. Like, I, sometimes, you know, like, I mean, I damn near wasn't even going to take the picture with fucking Mona Lisa. Today. Yeah, he didn't. Shout out to Amir. Amir's the only reason why he ended up taking a picture with Mona Lisa. Mona. My shorty, Mona. He's like, yo, no, make sure you go get your picture, man. Go get your picture. I'm like, all right, bet, bet. Yeah, I think you have to. Like, when you're in Paris, you have to uh, take a picture with Mona Lisa. I took my picture with Mona Lisa the first time. You have to. It's actually so much smaller than, like... Than what you think type shit. So you have to put it... um, Like, you have to put it in perspective for the people back home. Right. Let them know. I low key knew the size just purely based off the, the Jay Z video. Like, I feel like I've already been. Oh, Jay Z did a video in the Louvre? Yeah, insane. Wow. What movie? What, what song was that? It was, yeah, him and Beyonce. I forgot the name of the song. It was one of those big, big. Wow. Um, Man. Shit. Well, I know we about to bounce out soon, and I have. They are? Yeah, see? Basically, bouncing out. I appreciate it. Thank you for Thank having you for me. I mean, this podcast with me, my, my boy, out of town co host. It was fun. We had a lot of fun. It was a little chilly this time, but we're going to have more fun next time. We're going to have more fun in Milan. Actually, I don't know if we're going to have more fun, but we're going to have some fun in Milan. <laughs> I'm gonna, we're going to have it equally as fun. Bonjour, bonjour. Bonsoir. Bonne nuit. <laughs>